0: I'm Melissa. And I'm Jenny. And you're listening to Outdoor Sports Girls. On this podcast episode, we're going to talk about skiing in Sun Valley and the town of Ketchum. So we took a trip up to Idaho, and uh, I think it was, was it your first time to Sun Valley? Have you been there before? I've
1: never been to Ketchum. I've driven through Sun Valley, but I've never
0: stayed. I think Ketchum is a very overlooked town. It's so cool. It's right in the middle of the Sawtooth Mountains, so it's really pretty. And you definitely get the allure of the place as soon as you get there. There's tons of great history there. It's where the very first ski lift in the world was installed in, like, 1936. It's incredible. Yeah. And uh, Ernest Hemingway, a guy who definitely got around for his time, you you know it's a good place when he decides to buy a house there. So he bought a house in the Wood River Valley in, like, the 50s. And then when they were trying to get people to come to Sun Valley after the resort opened, they hired this PR agency out of New York to figure out a way to you know, get the word out about this new style of American ski vacation. And so they had all these celebrities who, you know, of course couldn't ski <laughs> yeah. out there. And they put them on these giant skis. Well, I think they were just giant because that's how all skis were at the time. But, you know, they put like Gary Cooper and Ava Gardner on these giant skis and take pictures of them. And then, of course, it would end up, they invited all the press. And then their photos would end up all over the covers of all these newspapers and magazines. And did it work? Yeah, it totally worked. <laughs> as soon as everybody saw the new style of American vacation as a ski destination, they flocked to Sun Valley. It worked like a charm. And they thought, well, you know, if I can go and I can ski Sun Valley and I can have a drink with Ernest Hemingway <laughs> at the Sun Valley Lodge, this is a real thing, you know, <laughs> I want to hang out with Gary Cooper in Ava Gardner. I still want to do that, you know, not, I know it's not even possible, but it is nostalgic for that, for sure. And it's
1: amazing that it's still a celebrity stronghold today. You still will encounter celebrities walking around town and enjoying their ski vacations almost nine eighty 80 years later.
0: No. I know it is kind of fascinating. They do call it the Hollywood of the North. And most people will tell you that they've had run-ins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's exactly the kind of guy that you think he's going to be. He's very friendly and very like, you know, strong handshake and all of that. Mm-hmm. I had lunch next to Jodie Foster I won't say with Jodie Foster. I'll say next to her <laughs> in the ski lodge one time. So, yeah, it's kind of a place that the celebrities, and it's, you know, I guess it's just not that far from Hollywood, but also why don't more celebrities ski? You know, you get to like cover up completely. Nobody knows who you are. So, you're it's so very, anonymous. It's an anonymous sport. Yeah. It's like the
1: only anonymous sport. So, if you go on a beach vacation, everybody knows it's you. Unless well, you're going to wear a mask.
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know what other activity you could do or you're, I mean, scuba diving. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people yeah. would know that you're under the water, but if you strip the gear off though, right. Cover would be blown. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. So interesting. So yeah, it's a really interesting town. It has a lot to offer. There are tons of great places to eat both on and off the mountain. And it just has a lot of different varieties for kinds of hotels you can stay at and the kind of vacation that you want. If you want to have, like, the super high-end, luxury, bougie vacation, they have that. If you want to do it cheap, they have that. Mm -hmm. What was your experience like at at the resort? Because you haven't skied there, right? I
1: had never skied there before, and I think one of my favorite parts was the view. Going up in the gondola, the view is just gorgeous. You can see the whole valley. It's really stunning on a bluebird day, which luckily we got while we were there, and I loved the diversity of the terrain. I felt like experts had something to do as well as beginners. If you love bumps, which I do not, they had that, which I accidentally found myself on, which was unpleasant, but you can't avoid it if you know where you're going. And I think one of my favorite things was honestly the fact that they've kept the retro cool, despite being high end, and I love the retro
0: lodge up at the top, the Lookout Day Lodge. Oh, the Lookout Day Lodge is awesome. That's where all the locals go because it's got the best deal for. Cheap lunch. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't use the word cheap. Maybe just like an inexpensive lunch tacos. Yeah, and it's a taco bar, it's which is bar. awesome. Like who
1: doesn't want to make their own tacos on the mountain? And what I love is it's probably literally not changed since it was built It has these intricate carvings, these beautiful booths and everything about it just says old school.
0: Yeah. It's exactly what you want an old school ski lodge to be. It's kind of unfortunate that more aren't like that because those are my favorite parts, you know, it's not fancy. Yeah. Like now all of this, because this is the Earl holding who owns like the holdings family own sun Valley and snow basin. And so if you've been there, you know that it's, uh, it's kind of bougie the bathrooms are very nice it's very ornate there's very fancy like chandeliers everywhere and i would say that the lookout day lodge is nothing like that Mm -hmm. which i really like and it's the fact that it's still there because it seems like with all the modernization of resorts like all
1: those places have been torn down and modernized and changed. Mm -hmm. And the fact that that kind of lives on is amazing. And I hope they never change it.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's that they just forget about it. They (laughs) forget that it's there or they, or it's pretty far out there. I mean, well, the locals really like it. So maybe everybody would have a fit if they tried to get rid of it. But yeah. And then on the other end of that spectrum are places like Avril's and the Roundhouse, which are the places that you can go and have a great view and have like a nice glass of wine and some fondue and have that apres ski experience or What is the word for like middle of the ski day experience? (laughs) Lunch?
1: (laughs) Maybe? (laughs) That's what normal people call it. (laughs) Lunch with wine? I don't know. (laughs) Lunch with an excuse to drink early? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh. So uh, it just, it, it feels very luxurious when you're sitting there with an epic view in front of you and you're having fondue and a nice glass of wine or beer or whatever you're cocktail of choice maybe
1: it always feels weird to be at those fancy ski restaurants though and like still be in your ski boots and your ski pants but be having this like high-end meal served by a waiter it's always strange so funny you're like eating on china in my ski boots it's very odd yeah
0: going up the stairs looking cool (laughs) yeah walking down the stairs in ski boots not cool exactly exactly. (laughs) not not looking very awesome
1: and i think the most exciting thing about sun valley for me is the news that came out last week from epic where they announced that it is now going to be in partnership with Vail Resorts on the Epic Pass. So not to be confused with purchasing the resorts, which they're not, but Epic Pass holders will now get to ski a couple days, depending on their pass, two if you have a local pass, seven if you have a full Epic at Sun Valley and Snow Basin, which means more Sun Valley trips for me. So that's great.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. I'm so glad that it's going to be part of the epic pass, but I'm also very happy to hear that it's not changing ownership. Mm-hmm. Because As much as I like Val Resorts, I really don't want them to own literally every resort.
1: Yeah. And I think it's great because it's a partnership. So it's like, it's not unlimited. It's just allowing people to come and experience Sun Valley, right? which is cool. It's perfect for people like us, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You're going to maybe ski two days there, which is great.
0: Yeah. Totally works out. So plus it's not that far away. I mean, it's like 300 miles away from Salt Lake. It's easy to get to. There are tons of flights into Sun Valley or, you know, it's not that long of a drive. It's like a four hour drive from here. But I mean, really anywhere it's pretty accessible, especially Mm -hmm. if the weather is nice. Yeah. For a small town, it's surprisingly accessible. Yeah. And it's also like a really great place for people who aren't expert skiers because a surprisingly high majority, I mean, I was surprised to learn this, that it's, it's mostly like beginner and intermediate terrain, and it's not a whole lot of expert terrain. It's only like 20% expert terrain. And that's really different than how a lot of resorts are in the Rockies. Good place to bring families. So yeah, it's a great place to learn how to ski or snowboard. It's a great place to bring families. And they, of course, have like private lessons galore. And you can do group private or private private lessons, however you want to do it. But so I thought that was pretty cool. I think they really cater to like a, you know, whatever kind of ski vacation you want to have they have.
1: That's true. I think I have to ask the question that everybody who comes to Sun Valley must ask is what is the deal with the sheep theme? (laughs) There are sheep stuff everywhere. What's that about?
0: This is actually a really cool history part. It's a history lesson of Sun Valley. And I learned this when I was writing my article about it. But what piqued my interest was we were staying at the Hotel Ketchum, which is awesome. It's this perfect combination of modern and that... I'm going to say this word wrong probably. The Scandinavian word hige. <laughs> Hige? hygge, 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 H-Y-G-G-E. That's kind of been a buzzword lately. But it's just really cozy and it's really well decorated. And it's a great place to stay when you're skiing <laughs> because... It's close to everything, so walking distance to everything in the town of Ketchum, but also there's a shuttle that you can take that takes you to the ski resort. And it feels
1: like a hostel because of its community spaces. Yeah. Which it has that vibe of like, let's hang out and have a drink like a hostel does. But you get your own private room. Right. It's not like like low
0: end hostel feeling. It's sort of like It's the community of a hostel where you hang. It's the idea of yes. And that's I think why they exactly why they called their like it's a breakfast area slash bar area slash whatever game area it's called the hangout and that's where you go to have your breakfast in the morning and go to have a drink after you ski but even the locals hang out there which i think is a huge indicator it's of cool. how awesome it is yeah and the so, reason that's all coming up is because everything in there is cheap. yeah So they have a, but it's not tacky, right? It's like actually tastefully done, which is really hard to do. So the sheep theme is based on the trailing of the sheep. There's a huge history with sheep herding in Sun Valley. And so I think it was in 1997, they were trying to figure out a way to get the residents on board with getting out of the way so they could commute these sheep from like catch to Haley. And so (laughs) they came up with the trailing of the sheep festival and just made an entire festival about Sheep herding, the sheep themed and whatever. So when you go to Ketchum and you, or Haley, and you notice the sheep theme, that's what it's about. It's just a huge community of sheep herders. And at one time, I think it was like their, their biggest export or something like that was their biggest industry. So that's the deal with the sheep, but um, it's also really cute. Thousands of people come to the trailing of the sheep fest. Yeah. It's a good deal. Like it's a, it's a fun festival. It's on my list. Got to do it. Yeah. So that's the deal with the sheep. And then in town, I think there are tons of like great little restaurants and shops. We went to a really good, what was the name of that restaurant? Encanto in In Enoteca. Enoteca. That uh, was delicious. Yes. It was kind of dark and moody. They had a really great barata, I thought. Mm-hmm. They had great cocktails. It felt very like big city, even though you're in a small town, which is amazing. You know what I think the reason for that is? That, that like n- the North Hollywood feeling, I think there are a lot of travelers who go there and they want the ski town experience, but they don't want to sacrifice a great meal or a culinary experience because I think you don't necessarily, you know, it's not zero sum. You don't have to like either stay in like a mountain town and not have the luxuries of a big city this way you can get like big city chefs
1: yeah and it seems like the type of town where if a restaurant isn't good it just doesn't survive yeah like it's just one of those places where everything is good because that's kind of what the tastes of people demand and we didn't get to visit all of them obviously because we were on a short trip but I noticed there were so many breweries in town and distilleries and so you could do a whole like beer trail too and I think that's great some local Idaho beer
0: yeah there's so much to do there I mean you could go to Sun Valley every single weekend and there would be something different going on I mean there's always like great coffee it's a very dog friendly town which I really appreciate what and else? the hotel is
1: dog friendly too Yeah, when you bring your dog with you and stay in your room which I like, know. we it could would be... hear the dog in the room next to us barking actually
0: it would be really cool if you could take your dog skiing that should be they, a they thing would lo- they would love that I mean dogs love snow the avalanche dogs love it so I That's imagine that all dogs would love it Yeah, so that part I really liked about the hotel, and the hotel did have really good coffee. And there were some good coffee shops all around, too. So not just winter, though. I think the whole area is really cool all year round because in the summer, they have great biking trails, like both road cycling and mountain biking. It's great hiking. There's all kinds of—it's like the area with, like, the lowest heart rate in the world. (laughs) Because everyone's so fit? Yeah, everybody's so fit. They do tons of cross-country skiing, tons of biking. Like,
1: everybody's just fit. And I think importantly, they have my favorite app activity, which is hot springing. Oh, yeah. And there are tons of natural hot springs there. And most of them are free to use, too, which I think a lot of people aren't aware of. And letting you in on a secret, there is one called Frenchman's that is great. And it's free. And locals love it. Visitors love it. And it's just outside town. So I like to do that after I ski, like why soak in a hot tub when I can go to a hot spring?
0: I know hot springs are pretty awesome. Do mm-hmm. you know there's a bunch over by Galena Lodge too, which is, I just went up to a year at Galena Lodge a couple weeks ago and I was just reading an article today about how it was one of the best places for beginning backcountry skiers because of the pitch and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So safe. yeah, but the Galena Lodge area is really cool and there are tons of hot springs around there as well.
1: And they're great in the winter or in the summer to visit. So it's like Hot no matter Springs, what your yeah. vacation is, you can do it. And a lot of them don't even require hiking. You can just like park on the road
0: and walk down to it. And do and they don't require clothes either. <laughs> yeah. which Clothing optional. Bad,
1: depending on, depending what on how you feel about that. Kind kind clothing of optional. You want to have. <laughs> yeah. But that makes it just a fun place to go to. I think there's just so much going on, so much diversity. And it just had... Uh, and it never felt crowded either, which was great. It was like busy and bustling and there were lines, but nothing long and nothing, no big wait for anything, which was great.
0: Yeah. I noticed that too. It was weird. Like even if it looks like a long gondola line, it's really not, it doesn't take that long and you get around pretty fast. So I think it's really well designed, especially considering that most of it was designed in the thirties. I mean, That's earlier, incredible. like they redid yeah. the sun Valley lodge a couple of years ago and it's a little more fancy now they got rid of the like the parlor where i i think they were having all the fancy Ernest Hemingway drinks but yeah so there's just so many different kinds of activities both on the mountain and off the mountain and it's a cool town like with a great interesting history
1: And it even felt like the ski resort was its own small town in the way that I don't know. I ski at Park City all the time, and lifties never remember me or recognize me, despite the fact that I'm there all the time. But at Sun Valley, I feel like we would come through the lift line; they'd be like, "Oh, hey again, good to see you." Like it just felt like it had that small town vibe throughout
0: the mountain, which was really cool. I think they also just have that focus on customer service. Like they're really oriented toward customer service at Sun Valley because they want everybody to have that experience. You know, yeah. Whether you're getting a boot fitting or you're shopping in their store. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. We went into the store just to have a look. I think I was looking at buying some postcards or something as usual. And they just had the funniest, I mean,
1: well, like earmuffs, did you know they're back? Like that's a trend that is happening again. And I kind of, I will admit their marketing was good because I wanted
0: a pair by the time we left. I'm on board with the earmuffs coming back. My ears okay. do get cold. It was just some of the more like ridiculous jackets that I couldn't imagine people really spending like $2,300 on I was yeah. more like surprised by like, I who.
1: To, <laughs> I would love to hear who, who does who like, are these I, people. I met someone up at snowbird yesterday at the cliff lodge and she has a, a ski brand. And I went to check out her website and was surprised to find out that all the outfits were $3,000. and. Listeners, you have to tell us, is that a price that people are spending on jackets? Do people Am spend that Am I aware of this? 3000 yeah. Is it made of gold <laughs> flakes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could get a, a very nice ski trip for that. But anyway, I it was mean, interesting.
0: I guess that's also kind of the Sun Valley crowd, too, because it does cater to, you know, maybe some higher-end guests.
1: Yes, that's true. And maybe the jackets are awesome.
0: Maybe they are. I just found it more entertaining than anything else. And maybe it's because I could never just walk into like a retail shop like that and just pay full price for something because I have to get a deal. Yeah. But getting a deal on a jacket that's $3,000 doesn't... I don't know. I think if you can spend $3,000 on a ski jacket, you don't care about getting a deal. That's
1: true. That's true. Do you know what I did like in the store, though, that they offered that you had done was they will fit your boots for you. And I think that's a cool feature that if your boots are uncomfortable on a ski trip, you can have them like heat molded or have, what did
0: they do? They... Oh, they can like punch them out just yeah. to make sure that they guarantee their fit. And it's actually a very reasonable price. To, I think, it was, you know, yeah. uh, as opposed to like the other things we found in the rate, in the retail shop that's connected to it. I think I paid like $40 for boot fitting. I had new ski boots and it made a huge difference. So I think having services like that, that are, you know, well done and affordable and just right there, super convenient is really helpful for skiers.
1: Yeah. It's right on the mountain. It's easy. And I would definitely say if you're Thinking of going to Sun Valley like this is the year to go because the snow is epic everywhere, including Sun Valley And so it's perfect time because everybody's just getting hit with storm after storm after storm Which I wish it could be this way forever, but it's great time to go ski Sun Valley now
0: Yeah, I mean they have 2,000 acres of variable terrain on two mountains There's Bald Mountain and Dollar Mountain. You can get more than 3,400 vertical feet Um, They have a hundred runs and yeah, 78% of them are considered beginner to intermediate, which I thought was, was pretty crazy. I should take my mom. She would love it. Yeah. It's a great place to go with your parents. Yeah. If they're into that. Vacations with parents. Ski vacations with your parents. That should be a whole episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: My mom's like real down for greens and like occasionally down for blues, but that's about it.
0: That's the best time to do with the snake or perhaps the V formation, because when you're just on a green run and it doesn't matter and you're with your friends or your family, then you can all stick together exactly. and be ridiculous. Yeah. So that's the 411 on our trip to sun Valley. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at And we'd love to hear your impressions of sun Valley. Or if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let us know. Thanks for listening.